Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. A quick reminder, I'm a trained professional at this. I've got specialized equipment here at Country 98.1. I've got safety gear. Do not attempt to do a show like this from your home. Why? Because you'll be better than me, and then I'll be out of a job. Why do you want to do that to me? Why? Don't do it. Right, Cliff? So it's it's not that, you know, they couldn't do it. They can. They can, yes. It's not that it would be dangerous. It's not. No, not at all. It's not that it would be hard work. It's not that either. No. <laughs> it's just whatever they did would be better than you. Yes, and then I'll be, you know, out. I got bills to pay, people. I've got bills to pay. So I'm thinking about suing Cliff, my instructors at the DJ Academy, for malpractice. I really malpractice. am. Malpractice. Yes. You know, they told me this was going to be, you know. Lucrative. Very lucrative. <laughs> and... <laughs> and then I seen a text message we received yeah. this morning of a yeah. listener bragging about the great company that they work for and yeah. the old company instead of just getting a turkey and something like that. Yeah. He got a huge, huge, huge monetary thank you for Thanksgiving. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. And um I apologize for writing back I hate you. I did write that, Cliff. I did write that. You let your the emotions get the best. I, of you know. Yes, and that's yeah. why the lawsuit is coming. Yes, that's right. Weed for those who are so inclined. Winter sports and recreation, just as much fun as sports and recreation in the summer, just with more clothes on. Now there are right, there are ways to do it right, and there are ways to do it wrong. And understanding what we normally talk about on this portion of the program, you could probably guess into which category the Snowcat Ridge Alpine Snow Park falls. The new theme park just opened on Friday and was set to feature a 400-foot-long hill for snow tubing, an alpine village where guests can sit by a bonfire and eat s'mores and sip hot chocolate, and there's also a 10,000-square-foot Arctic igloo where you can build a snowman inside and have other wintertime fun, although snowball fights are strictly forbidden and park officials have specific rules in place about not eating any of the snow yellow or otherwise, which might give you some clue as to the issues that caused the park to close after only one day of operation, while the owners figure out how to make more and better snow, which apparently they don't have a lot of expertise in considering the park is located in Dade City, Florida, right between Orlando and Tampa. Let's just ponder for a moment the wisdom of building a snow park in Florida, and let's put aside the technical issues involved with making snow where it rarely gets below freezing, The building, in fact, was refrigerated, so we can get around that. But those of us who live where it gets colder than a well digger's ass frequently desire to escape the freeze and go south where it's warmer. What makes them think we'd want to go to a tourist attraction where everything is frozen? (laughs) We just left that. We don't want that for fun. (laughs) Just give us the beach. There is no fun in the snow for me, Cliff. (laughs) Never has been. Well, you know, there are certain times... First snowfall this of the winter is fun, um, but after a while, it's like, no. I, and, and there are times when I'm like, okay, I'm going to go south where it's warmer, and I don't want any snow, let alone pay $30 a person to go to a snow park. <laughs> that kind of sort of doesn't work. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, Cliff, we've had a listener already text in and brag about yeah. the uh, giant bonus they're getting for Thanksgiving. Yeah. They were not going to tell us how much it was, but, well, they couldn't wait, could they, to tell us later on? No. No. no he said, he says, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, you know, brag about it. And then he goes on and brags about yeah, it. Brags about it, yes. On, I'm going to keep that on the down low. But it was five bills. Really? <laughs> I'm hoping they were ones. I'm hoping there were That's ones. Right, yes. That's right, my only yes. hope. So we had that to deal with. And then we got this dude. Okay. Top of the morning to you. Uh, Weed, you woke up this morning. Maybe you smelled something foul, a little funky. Uh, and you think, what does what that smell? Uh, is it the breath? Is it the armpits? I believe it's the smell of defeat. I love <laughs> the smell of victory in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, so, <laughs> I should have won, Cliff. Well, <laughs> now we got to put up with him. No, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. You know, and if anybody complains, you had your chance to vote. Seven votes, no five votes. I was that close, wasn't I, Cliff? Yes. I really thought the robe picture would bring out the. Uh, maybe that's maybe my constituents, Cliff. My... You're like I can't stay on this page long enough to cast a ballot. Morning, William Cliff. Nick from Otwell checking in. No, you're not. No, you're not checking in at all this morning. No. No, he's a traitor, Cliff. Isn't that not correct? Well, no. Well, that's right. I mean, <laughs> he uh, he put aside his own differences uh, with uh, uh, Phil McCracken to campaign for him when you went down to defeat in yesterday's uh, run- runoff, or whatever you want to call that. That's right. Nick from yes. Otwell is kind of like that guy in the Bible. What was it, Rasputin? No. <laughs> Wasn't that the guy in their Bible there that was a traitor? No. No, it was... <laughs> no, it Rasputin, wasn't, wasn't that it? It wasn't Rasputin. Now, who was it? I'm trying to think. Of the, you threw me with Rasputin. I thought that was who it was. Nick no, from Altwell is the Rasputin, Rasputin of radio. It was Judas, Judas Iscariot. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot that was... Does that have anything to do with Rasputin? Oh, he's the Russian guy, isn't he? I think so. I think he is, but never mind. Well, Cliff, let's have a Morning Roadshow thought of the day real quickly. Okay, sure. We haven't done one of these in a while. No, you're right. Everyone you meet is a stranger until you give them a hug, and then they become the plaintiff. (laughs) Well, Cliff, what's happening at 8 this morning? Is that not true? Yeah, that's true, especially now. Don't just be randomly hugging people. Don't. Don't do that now, no. Social distancing. I'll be glad oh, when we get to the point, Cliff, where we can socially undistance for a little bit. No, I'd I like totally to understand. undistance yeah. some people for a while. Yeah. Cliff, I got a voice message that really made me feel good this morning. Oh, finally. Okay. <laughs> finally, I got one that made me feel good. Here it is. <laughs> we don't worry about it. Nobody listens to little leprechaun cracking anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and that got me to thinking, Cliff. Yeah. Our little Rasputin over there in uh, Otwell. You mean Judas. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy. You know, he never has ever given us his last name. Have you noticed that over the years? I, I have noticed that. It's always just Nick from Otwell. Yeah, you look it up in the phone book or you look it up, yeah. try to Google it. There's no from Otwell <laughs> listed from anywhere. Otwell, yeah. No. <laughs> so I'm wondering, Cliff, could he possibly be Nick McCracken? <laughs> like their relatives. Like a cousin, and that's why it's they... Like they're... They're part of the McCracken clan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Is, he could be a McCracken. 
That's right. Mm. <laughs> oh, and the plot thickens. Yes, it does thicken. <laughs> yes, it does. Yes. Uh-huh. We this story about a trailer fire in South Carolina will, in fact, violate one of the rules created for this portion of the program. You may or may not realize that all of the people discussed during these stories, after all the bad things happen, live to tell their own tale. But for 68-year-old Henry Hill Jr. of Ridgeway, South Carolina, that unfortunately did not happen. Let his death, though, be a lesson to those of us who would have to escape a mobile home fire in the middle of the night. Once you have fled the flames, do not go back in, because only bad things can happen if you do. Such was the case for Hill, who stood outside a burning trailer safe and sound, only to look down and realize, I'm not wearing any pants. It was his trip back into the burning trailer for his pants. Unfortunately, that took his life. You don't think about that, Cliff, but um, you're exactly right. Once you get out. You need to stay out. Hide behind a tree (laughs) until somebody brings you the pants, okay? Yeah, Yeah, you're right, yes. It's exactly right, Cliff. Cliff. Yes? Here's a case of denial. Denial? Denial that turns into bad language here on the morning road show oh 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 oh, oh. bad uh-huh. line oh uh-huh. what happened uh-huh. listen to this morning waiting class <laughs> weed i don't have any mccrackens in my family tree but there's a couple nuts named in there so you can't say that on the radio <laughs> no, no. told you and told you there's certain words cliff you know what they are there's a, a collection and they're well known yes I think they're well known, but yeah. well, I would I thought they would have been yes. And then what does he do right there? He says he's he not a McCracken, one. and then he says one of them. Yes, we're going to take that out every single time. Well, we're going to try to every single time. Sometimes, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> sometimes they slip through. If, if it's within our control. <laughs> yes, if it's within our control, he claims Cliff now he yeah. has nothing to do with the McCracken bunch. Okay, so. Mm. Oh, and the broad thicket. Yeah, okay, all right. Oh, no, we yeah. know that already. That's ah, about as thick as it can get. <laughs> it can get, yes. Yesterday, Cliff, we decided we were yeah. going to play the game Only You Can Make It Stop tomorrow on Wednesday instead of our usual Friday. Yes. And we picked out the song that Tom wanted to play. He says no one's going to stop this song. It's by Police. Now, we didn't mention yesterday what yeah. that song title was. Right, just it was by the police. Yes, but we've had a guess this morning, Cliff, on what okay. that song could possibly be. Oh. Okay. Huh, what is it? Sting? Police? I can't guess it's going to go something a little bit like this. You don't have to put the red I hope it goes nothing like that, Cliff. I really do. That is yeah, really I mean, bad. As, as, as much as, uh, you know, I'm not really a fan of the police... That's way worse than any police song. That's ever way worse than every of them. But <laughs> I, I will say, Tom did not select Roxanne. Yeah. That okay, is not good. the one that's going to be played, Cliff. Good. So we'll find out tomorrow around eight forty. Well, Cliff, the calls have already started coming in. Their favorite yeah. Christmas song of all time. Unfortunately, all mm-hmm. of the calls are going into the wrong number. The number is eight one two three eight six twelve fifty. Okay. Three eight six twelve fifty. That's the one you got to call. We'll yeah, see what there. your favorite one is, <laughs> yes. and uh, if it's not one of the two that's been eliminated, yes. we'll play that the first song come Friday. Well, okay. let's see. We've got a bunch down. There we go. 
<laughs> All right, Cliff, let's go to the phone line. Let's see who we have. Okay. All right. Hi, oh, who's this? Brenda Reinhardt. Brenda, Brenda? Reinhardt? Yes. And what is your favorite all-time, all-time Christmas tune, Brenda? Blue Christmas by Elvis, of course. Blue Christmas by Elvis? Yes. Hmm. Well, luckily, that's not one of the two song selections that uh, we had picked out not to play, so we're going to do that for you, Brenda. What time do you want us to play that for you, Brenda? You oh, tell it doesn't I always get to listen to you guys' show every day because I just love it, so anytime, I'm there by the radio. Well, Brenda, you're a very kind person. I hope Santa Claus will find you this year. We'll do it, we'll do it, uh, bet- well, Brenda, we'll do it before uh, 6.15 Friday morning. Okay. How's that? That's wonderful. All right. Well, thank you for listening, Brenda. You have a good Thanksgiving, okay? I didn't expect that one, Cliff. I really expected oh, I, the barking dogs, to be honest with you. I, I agree, because people always throw that one out there, and we're like, oh, oh, but we would have played it, but we're going to play uh, Blue Christmas by Elvis. Let's see what we got here. Can you write that down? Because I'm going to forget that, Cliff. <laughs> really? I got, well, you, okay. All I right, got it. Go right, ahead. Okay. Oh, weed, morning, Cliff. Hey, weed. Here's a good one. How about Alan Jackson, Midnight in Montgomery? You see, in the song, he says, I'm on my way to a big New Year's Eve show. That's close enough to a Christmas song, right? No. No, it's not close enough <laughs> no, to a Christmas it's song. Not. It's a actual, you know, New Year's Eve song. If you don't yeah, know an, the dates, Cliff. Just, how can you play the game? We're going to eliminate your choice right off the <laughs> bat. Right. Well, Cliff, I saw this story this morning that firemen in a town in Germany. Okay. Had to put out a fire caused by a man who drank too much, passed out, wet his bed, and then set fire to his apartment by leaving a blow dryer running on the bed to dry it. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay, so so let me just recap this in words, you know, that I understand better. Okay. He got he got drunk on his ass, he peed the bed, he put the hair dryer on the bed, and it set the mattress on fire. Yes. And then the fire folks came to put so out the, the fire. So the fire department came because it was a number one alarm fire. All right. No. <laughs> no. It's 924 on the Morning Road Show. My favorite Christmas song. Uh, we've already passed that. No, we went past that. You're, you're way behind the power curve. Yes. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Yep. And I'm not real sure, Cliff, if this is actually a true fact. It's hard for me to believe that this is true. And so I I'm, these were supposed to be all true facts. Well, they're supposed to be, and and okay. the research says that it is, but I can't hardly believe it. And so I'm just oh. wondering and hoping, yeah, if some guys wearing boots, r- sitting around, rubbing on a uh, shining up a pole somewhere, could t- call us in and tell us if this is really true. Okay. You see, Thanksgiving is a day to count your blessings, but for some people, it's also the day to set your house on fire. Thus, the guys with the boots shining up a pole cliff may be able to call in and see if this is true, because it says here, more home fires on Thanksgiving than any other day of the year. And on that day, Thanksgiving, fire departments respond to triple the normal number of runs that they make for house fires. For house fire. I mean, it, it seems logical to me, because there's more food cooked that day per household you know what i'm saying yes yeah you see, if you pick if if you pick out a thousand households on the average day how many are cooking dinner 
on Thanksgiving, that number is significant higher per thousand households. Does that make sense? That does make sense. So, I mean, and, and I have been at a Thanksgiving dinner in Evansville many, many years ago when the house next door caught on fire. <laughs> Wow. So I would say that's probably accurate, yeah. Well, I'm glad because everything's supposed to be accurate on this, and it makes sense, Cliff. Somebody in the kitchen a little bit clumsy or inattentive, and boom, you got a fire. Now, if I ever have a fire, and I hope I never do, it's one of my fears, but if I ever have a fire on Thanksgiving, Cliff, uh, someone has broken into my home and started inappropriately cooking in my kitchen because I'm not (laughs) cooking anything. (laughs) Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of the day start with number three. Nobody listens to that little leprechaun McCracken anyway. <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> it was awesome. Yes. Number two. Wisdom of building a snow park in Florida. <laughs> I can't believe they did that. I can't either. How many? Mi- Never mind. The number one morning roadshow phrase for today. You just said it just moments ago, but it jumped right to the front. Inappropriately cooking in my kitchen. Well, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm picturing that, and it's... But it's not a visual thing I really wanted to have. So that's why it made it to number one so quickly. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.